1: well good morning everybody and welcome to all of you who are visiting us today it is a joy to be worshiping with you even though it's online it's still a joy i and for those of you who don't know me i'm reverend kelly kincaid i'm the senior minister at unity of farmington hills i want to say thank you to our music team for that awesome congregational song my life is in you Lord is the perfect way to open up the month of December, which in unity represents life. And then we're in the second week of Advent as well. This second week represents peace. I'm going to share our announcements for today, and then we'll continue with our service. So we're still accepting donations for our adopt a family project that we're doing this year. I'm so excited we can still do it, even though we're going through COVID we're accepting our donations until december 13th which is next sunday we were able to adopt a family which is a mother of three who are three teenagers and also a senior who's been widowed for 18 years and she's all alone so we're got the donations that we bring in will be used to purchase gifts through amazon.com that will be wrapped and delivered before christmas for online donations please click on the adopt a family button on our home page of our website is right there on the top you can click on that and when you go to do your donation make sure you specify adopt a family for any checks that you you may be sending in please specify on your checks also adopt a family then that way all of that money can be used for our adopt a family project we're doing pretty well as far as bringing in the money so that we can get everybody what they desire for christmas and that's a good feeling that's a really good feeling Today, after service at 11 a.m., we are having our Sunday fellowship gathering. Everyone is welcome to join us. And then at 2 p.m. today, we're having our next women's group meeting. And I'm excited about that because my cousin, Dr. Victoria Jewel Hart, will be our guest speaker. She is an ordained minister. She has her master's in divinity and world religions. She's also a master astrologer. So she will be leading us in a discussion on astrology. Everyone is also welcome to join us um, tomorrow for our Zoom Zoom house party, which is at 1 p.m. And on Wednesday, we're having our Wednesday meditation at 7 p.m. If you're available to join us for those days, please feel free and you can invite others as well. Our new member service and celebration is next Sunday, December 13th. It will take It's at 11 o'clock, so it'll take the place of the Sunday Fellowship Gathering. There was an email sent out last last Thursday regarding membership. Um, so, if you would like to join a, our wonderful spiritual community, but you did not receive the email yet, please email our business manager Matthew at businessmanager@unityfh.com at so that he can set you up to um, be a new member at our tr- at our church. I'm excited about the the new member ser- service. The next men's group meeting is on Thursday, December 13th at 7 p.m. I'm sure Peter has something exciting for you all. He always does. And if you haven't been a part of the meeting yet, feel free, men, to join on Wednesdays. I mean, on, on that Thursday, December 17th at 7 p.m. We're having a Zoom town hall meeting slash Christmas party on December 20th at 11 a.m. Wear your favorite ugly Christmas sweaters. And then on Christmas Eve, we're having a brand new Christmas Eve service entitled the meaning of Christmas. That's December 24th. It's a Thursday as from 6 PM to 7 PM. It will be hosted by young adults and youth of UFH. I'm looking forward to this. They're putting together a beautiful service for us all. And then there will be a fellowship gathering afterwards from 7 to 8 PM so that we can celebrate them. And, um, they're all the work that they've done to put together this awesome service for us. Our zoom Bowl, our zoom burning bowl service will be on December 31st from 6pm to 7pm. Please bring pen and paper because during our burning bowl service, we usually write down the things that we're releasing from the year we're in. So we'll be writing down what we're releasing from 2020 and then We open ourselves up to write down what it is that God has for us for 2021. So bring your pen and paper so you can participate in that. We will be having a white stone service on January 3rd. It will be just like our regular service. But I want you to bring pen and paper for that as well, so that you can write down the new name that, or the new thing that God is guiding you into for 2021. For the links to all our activities classes groups and events or to sign up for our email blast please visit our website at unityfh.com check the home page and if you don't see it on the home page go to the calendar of events you can also find recordings from our previous meditations in the calendar calendar of events as well to schedule a zoom appointment or a home a phone appointment with me during my office hours which are Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or to request prayer, please email me at seniorminister@unityfh.com at unityfh.com or you can call me at 248-737-9191. That concludes our announcements for today. I know it was a lot of announcements, but that means that we're really busy during this holiday season, which is awesome. And now as we join our music team in singing Shirley the Presence, please let, you, uh, let us open our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. The daily word for today, Sunday, December 6th, 2020, is peace. Peace flows through me and blesses the world. Will you affirm that with me, please? Peace flows through me and blesses the world. The light of God shines within all people. I pause to remember this truth as I consider the world and my relationship to it. Jesus said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. John 14 27. The same divine light that lived in Jesus is shining brightly in me. My gift is a gift I choose to give to the world. I bless the world by affirming the kingdom of God is among us here and now. It is through the Christ-centered awareness that I project a consciousness of peace I live, move, and have my being in the light, love, and peace of God. I expand my awareness of divine ideas through prayer and meditation, and I do my part to uplift the consciousness of the entire planet. I am walking in the light of God, and I am at peace. Today's scripture comes from Revelation 21, verse 24. The nations will walk by its light and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. Just allow your consciousness to float right down into the center of your chest. The center of love. It is here that we center ourselves in that divine love of God and acknowledge and affirm that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe which is God the good omnipotent we also acknowledge that we are one with this power and presence therefore we are good as well and so we tap into this consciousness of God the good that is God And allow that good, which is the Christ within us, to open us up to hear your message, God. And we thank you for every way that you bless us today and always. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us know our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. Let's say that two more times. I am an individualized expression of God. One more time. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our growth affirmation together, knowing that it is working. I promise you it's working. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity. Truth fills our hearts with love and joy and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit filled world. Thank you for affirming that with me. And now we're going to have our first special song entitled Speak Life, and it'll be led by Laurel, and I will be back with our message for today. I'll see you in a minute.
0: Some days life feels perfect. Other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between. It's crazy, amazing.
1: Powerful song. It was powerful to rep by representing the month of December, the spiritual faculty of life, but is also powerful speak life is also a a powerful message for what's going on in the world today. What's going on in your lives that you do not like right now. You can speak life towards it. Thank you, Laurel. And thank you, Bernard, Nicholas, Lauren, and Carl for that awesome performance. And thank you, Lauren, for that beautiful video. I loved it. I loved it as usual. You're always inspirational. I love our music team. Thank you guys. That was awesome. So (laughs) I have a, Cute little joke that Kylie Cooper shared last week at the um, the fellowship gathering. So it's so you're missing out if you don't join us after Sunday service. She said, "What do you call an alligator that investigates?" And I said, "I don't know." (laughs) And she said, "An investigator." An investigator, that is so funny to me. (laughs) Thank you, Kylie. And as I said last time, I shared one of your jokes. Out of the mouth of babes. (laughs) And she was so excited when she shared it. I can understand why. It was funny. At least to me, it's funny. (laughs) Oh, man. So as we move into this first Sunday of December and this second week of Advent, I'm going to speak on the theme live in the peace of God. And it is my intention as I move, as I open up this talk is my intention to link the spiritual faculty of life, which represents no December with the spiritual theme of peace, which represents the second week of Advent. And We're going to hear God share as we link life with peace, how to live in the peace of God. And so life is according to Charles Fillmore. And this is his book, the living, the revealing word. And Charles Fillmore is the co-founder of unity. He, he believed that just as Jesus chose his disciples Because each one of them had a specific purpose that that um, led to his purpose that helped his purpose in bringing the good news of God to this world. That each one of the disciples represents a spiritual faculty or spiritual power of our mind in our consciousness that as we regenerate it as we activate it as we strengthen it as we awaken it opens up a deeper expression of the Christ within. And so for the month of December which represents life, the disciple that represents life is Judas. And Charles Fillmore said that there each one of the the disciples or the spiritual faculties has a area in the body that is ruled over by that power. So within the body in the generative organs of the body that area of the body that is where the spiritual faculty of life is animates within our very being. And I neglected to mention last month that renunciation, which was November's power is the, the disciple is Thaddeus for renunciation. So Charles Fillmore says that life is the expression of being that manifests, or as animation activity and vigor. He says that life is divine, spiritual, and its source is God, spirit. The river of life is within man in his spiritual consciousness. He comes into consciousness of the river of life through the quickening of spirit. Now, that's important to remember, the quickening of spirit. It means that waking up or the activating of the spirit within you. He can truly be quickened with new life and vitalized in mind and body, only by consciously contacting spirit. The contact is made through prayer, meditation, and good works. Now, this is powerful. The He says that the consciousness of life, that, that life dwells within us. And that we tap into that life, which is the spirit, through our meditation, our prayer, and our good works. Now, as I was meditating on that, I was led to... Genesis chapter two, verse seven, which gives evidence that life dwells within us. Genesis chapter two, verse seven says, then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person. So when God breathed the breath of life in us, That is when we became animated beings, humankind became a living expression of God, a living person. But then, but it says that the spirit is within us in Charles Fillmore's definition of what life is that we quicken it by tapping and contacting the spirit. And so as I read, as I meditated on that, I was led to first Corinthians chapter three, verse 16. This leads at leads us to the evidence of the spirit within us. It says, don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God, that the spirit of God lives in you. The spirit of God lives in you and the way that we contact the spirit of God that lives in us is through prayer, meditation, and good works. So how is that. Connected to peace. How is life. Connected to peace. Well let's look at what it means. What we what it means to meditate. To meditate means to sit. Let's see if Charles Fillmore. Has it in here. Meditate. Meditation. Continuous and con- contemplative thought to dwell mentally on anything, realizing the reality of the absolute. He says it's a steady effort of the mind to know God and man's spiritual approach to God. He says the purpose of meditation is to expand the consciousness Christ's work to bring the realization of divine truth to be transformed in spirit, soul, and body by the renewing of our mind. Now, when we think about that, the scripture that I that came to me that deals with that comes from Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. And it says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So when you're meditating with the intention of going into a deeper understanding, a deeper awareness, a deeper knowing of the spirit of God within you. You literally tap into your own life force, which is the spirit of God in you. It's the Christ in you. The Christ in you is the divine idea of man in you. God's divine idea, the way we are here to express through our physical body as man, the essence of God. And so when we fix our minds on God, it moves us into perfect peace. How? How does it move us into perfect peace? Well, Charles Fillmore says that peace is harmony and tranquility derived from awareness of the Christ consciousness. Harmony and tranquility derived from the Christ consciousness. When you move into a state of meditating, thinking about God you move into a deeper awareness of God and we do this Over and over and over again to move into a deeper and deeper and deeper awareness of God. And what happens is you're tapping into the harmony and the vibration of who you truly are. You're flowing in the vibration along with the harmony and the essence of who you are. And the moment you do that, you tap into this deep awareness of the God within you. And the more you tap into that deeper awareness of the God within you, you begin to trust more in God. So you move from the hope and the faith that was that represent the first week of Advent into a total trust of God. And you get this peace because you know that everything that you need in your life is yours Then anything, any resource, all resources you're connected to. Because as you connect with God, which is one with all, you connect with the essence of everything you need. You can trust God to give and bring forth everything. And in that trust, in that focus, in that meditation, in that sense of oneness with God, comes forth the realization of God. And in that realization is a deep abiding peace. The second week of Advent represents peace because it's the peace that comes in our mind. As we are moving more and more closer to giving birth to a deeper realization of the Christ within ourselves. And as I was thinking about that, it tapped, I, I came to a deeper awareness in myself. I'm listening, I'm feeling. Even as I speak, it's so powerful. You can be in a state of peace when you're connected with God, even in conversation about God. It brings you into a deep harmony that awakens you to this realization of God's presence that just blows your mind that you can have a peace Beyond all understanding, no matter what is going on, like when I mentioned how I was in peace, the moments I would talk to my sister, knowing that she was dying, when I went in and talked with with my mom, knowing she was dying, in situations where I was going through divorce, when I knew I could feel I would meditate and feel God's presence, there was a peace there that I knew all was well. And it opens me up, And then through I cry because the eyes are the windows of the soul and my soul rejoices and wells up with emotion. But it's emotion connected to the essence and the peace and the understanding of how powerful I am as the presence of God. That as I let go and let God, God shows me my part and does God's part. So meditating on God and sitting in the silence of God, meditating on God's word, meditating on everything connected to the spiritual essence of who you are, that spirit that lives in you brings forth a deep level of peace because you get a deep level of the realization of God. I was looking at this book called a 12 power meditation exercise and I love this book by Charles Roth because he gives a meditation connected to all of the 12 powers and then he at the end he has one connected to the, each one of them and then at the end is connected to all 12. And he's sharing about how um, Judas is the disciple who betrayed Jesus but he says similarly wrong irresponsible or wasteful use of the life principle that life force that you are betrays or stands in the way of the effortless unfolding of the Christ in us. When you're tapped in, Christ unfolds effortlessly. But when you're not tapped in and focused in the things of the world, the things that are false, the things that are error expressions in your mind, your way of being, your way of speaking, your emotions, you block and stand in the way and betray the essence of Christ that you are from unfolding effortlessly in you. He says that negative emotional states dissipate the flow of life energy and leave us weak and impotent. He says, most of us have times of being tired, dragged out, exhausted, weary, and that this seldom is the cause of physical labor. That it is, but rather by the negative and destructive, destructive emotional states that are allowed to run riot in our minds. Your emotional states, your way of speaking, your way of complaining, you're holding on to judgments, you're holding on to unforgiveness, holding on to bitterness, holding on to all of these low vibrational energies dissipate your life force. And what happens is as it dissipates your life force, it weakens the energy in your body and it can cause illness and it can cause things to happen in your life. So he gives an example of this man who wakes up reading the morning paper at breakfast and emotionally getting charged up by the negative news in in a negative way. The news of the political scandal or a dip in the stock market or accidents or bank robberies or uh, police brutality. I'm saying that part. Anything that you get caught up in starts to dissipate your emotions. Then you can go, he says, then he goes off to work fighting traffic cursing as he chooses the wrong lane and gets stuck behind a stalled car all the way to work. His molars are grinding. You ever notice your teeth, your mouth being tense because you're stressed, grinding your teeth. And then as he's at work, he's going through uh, apprehension and worry because things seem to be going wrong, moves into a discussion about uh, inflation and politics and other negative things going on in the world. He arrives home weary and relaxes by spending the evening sipping martinis and dozing in front of the television. And then his wife complains because he isn't romantic anymore. And she, it seems like she's married to a zombie. He has misused and wastefully used all the important life faculty through emotional indulgence. Emotional indulgence is getting caught up in the negative aspects of life, the negative emotions, the negative thoughts, the negative beliefs of life, and that vibration getting caught up in it and using it against yourself. But it can change. Just like that song that was just saying, Speak life. He says that on the other hand, if you visualize a person who reads the morning paper objectively without any emotional judgment, he refuses to let traffic upset his calmness. This is a choice. We have a choice. That's your free will. You have a choice to be willful and get caught up in your negative emotions or be willing and let the peace of God flow over you by choosing calmness and the presence of God. He says he doesn't let problems at work upset him. This person knows there will always be problems. And in a month, he won't even remember what today's problems were. Thus, with a serene mind, he handles the problems creatively and successfully. The moment you tap into God, it says to to, to keep your minds fixed on God. The moment you keep your mind fixed on God through meditation, you open up the presence of God in your life. Now, in... Uh, Philippians chapter four, verse six, the Bible says, don't worry about anything. So in this situation where the first person sitting around worried and upset and complaining and letting everything bother him, he's going against the grain of what he was created to do. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Verse 7 says, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. The second person who Charles Roth is express the example he's using, is someone who is tapped into the essence of God. Someone who is has meditated on the presence of God, doesn't let problems upset him. He arrives at home relaxed and at peace just as In love with and appreciative of his wife as he was the first day he married her. So when you activate the presence of life, you activate it through meditation, which we spoke on. You activate it through. And and when you're in a meditative state, you can do it all day. Focusing on calm, focusing on peace, focusing on God, all of the spiritual principles, all of the spiritual attributes of the Christ that you are, you focus on that, but then you speak it over yourself. You pray over yourself. You use your words. The moment you find yourself out of alignment with God, you use your words to speak and affirm life over what's going on in your circumstances. So the man who, who the first guy who got caught up in the emotions and got, uh, of the, news he could have stopped himself right then and said I choose to allow the presence of God to manifest within me and release all judgment and release all issues and release all thoughts that are connected to what I'm seeing on this news I pray over myself and affirm the presence of peace within me when you do that when you pray about everything When you tell God what you need, God, I need peace in this moment. God, I need health in this moment. God, I need finances in this moment. God already knows it. But when you ask God, you humble yourself by taking yourself out of the way and letting God manifest in your life. And then you thank God for manifesting in your life, even when you don't see it happening right away. Thank you, God, for blessing my wife. Thank you, God, for taking care of my husband. Thank you, God, for watching over me. Thank you, God, for financially taking care of these bills. Thank you, God, for taking care of this relationship. Thank you, God, for bringing forth the perfect and divine, uh, divinely right job. Thank you, God, for giving me the perfect and divinely right situation, solution to this situation. Thank you, God, for Waking me up in the morning. Thank you, God, for this amazing day that I am walking into right now. You can thank God and speak those things that be not as though they were, as though they are right now. And it will manifest in your life. The moment you speak it with total trust and total faith and you feel the peace within you, you know, it's activating in your life. You know it. And that is how God's peace guards your heart. Because in that moment you are focused in the presence of God. Your heart is at peace. Your heart is being revitalized. Your mind is at peace. Your mind is being revitalized. Your body is at peace. Your body is being revitalized. You're thinking on the things of God instead of the things of this world. The moment you shift and start thinking on the things of this world, you've moved out of the protection of peace and into the. The. Destruction of trials, tribulations, and troubles. And you have the moment to choose to be willing instead of choosing to be willful. The moment you're you're experiencing anything uncomfortable in your life, in your mind, in your thoughts, in your words, in your actions, in your body, you are being willful. You are out of alignment. You are not protected by the peace of God your heart and your mind are creating that which is against the peace of God. It is your choice in that moment to live in the peace of God, to choose to meditate and pray on God. And just like in that little video that we saw where the kids were doing acts of kindness towards each other, let your actions, Be actions that demonstrate the presence of God, the presence of love, the presence of prosperity, the presence of joy, the presence of kindness in the life of other people, in the life of you and in the life of other people. And when you do that, you are coming from being rooted and tapped into the presence of the conscious life force that you are. You are consciously tapped into the life force that you are and your actions are manifesting that in your world, in your life, in the life of other people through your good works. Your good works are all works that are rooted in the consciousness of God that demonstrate some form of attribute of the spirit of God. Patience, love, understanding, the awareness of of God's presence in your life, peace, all of those kind of gentleness, all of those things that you demonstrate towards yourself and others, Compassion, empathy, all of those things that you demonstrate towards yourself and other are represent good works through your thinking it, through your speaking it, through your acting on it activates good works. And it is through these ways that we live in the peace of God, because as you activate the life force within you by connecting and contacting the. Christ within you the spirit of God within you you tap into the peace that you are and when you live from that space you're living in the peace of God during this second week of Advent I challenge us all to tap into the life force that we are through prayer through meditation through your good works when you find yourself in a way that, that is out of the alignment of God Revisit God through your prayer and meditation. Do something good for someone. Do something loving. Acts of kindness can move you back into the presence of tapping into the peace that you are. Live in the peace of God. Pray every day. Sit with God in the silence every day and let your actions speak louder than your words to demonstrate the Christ within you Blessing and honoring the Christ within someone else to bring forth the demonstration of the Christ in this world through your good works. Let us all do this. What would the world look like if we all lived in the peace of God through our prayers, our meditations and our good works? What would this world look like? Ah, that is so exciting to think about. Let that be our charge for this week. Live in the peace of God through your meditation. Sit with God on a regular basis. And if you already do, go deeper. Ask God to bring you deeper into the essence of peace. And then talk to God on a daily basis through your prayer. Talk to God always. When you're upset with whatever, Talk to God as you would talk to your wife, your best friend, your children, your relationships, talk to God on a regular basis, and then let your actions speak louder than your words. Let your actions demonstrate the essence of God that you are. As we move closer and closer to giving birth to a higher and deeper awareness of the Christ within us, let that be our charge this week. And let that be our charge even after Christmas. Thank you, God. Namaste. And now as we take our expression of living in the peace of God into our giving segment of this service, allow yourself to tap into the consciousness of what God is guiding you to give as a donation whether it's to adopt a family or donating to the church, as you give to UFH, let God lead you in a way that stretches you by giving righteously. And let us affirm our love offering affirmation, uh, our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And for those of you who are giving online, like I said, um, if you're giving for adoptive family on the first home page, just click on that icon under the slide that gives the information for the adoptive family and specify it there. You're giving your donations. Go click on the donate button. Go down to where you can donate through credit card or PayPal and make your donations that way. If you are giving by sending in a check, you can send it to unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 mile road, Farmington Hills, Michigan 48334. If you're giving for adopt a family by check, make sure to specify adopt a family on your check. However it is that you give, I thank you. And as I said last week, for those of you who'd like, who would like to donate, but you cannot, but you're praying. That the adoptive family is a success. Thank you for your prayers. And I thank you all who are donating to our church. And I thank you all who are donating to our adoptive family project. Thank you so much for every way that you give to U of H to each other and to the world as an expression of our values, our vision and our mission. That is awesome. Thank you so much. And the way that you pray for and bless and, and give to me, I thank you as well. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. It feels so good to be such a part of a powerful, you of uh, a powerful spiritual community that loves to give. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, as we. Uh, we, we finish up our living our giving segment. We're going to move into our second listening to our second special song. It's entitled change in my life. And after that, I will be back with our closing prayers, our virtual prayer and our prayer for protection.
0: Ooh. cold and scared on top of Blue Hill. There came a moment when I lost my will. I pray for mercy, please Lord take me away. Give me sunshine while only see gray. The past had a hold on me, I can't even deny. Changed on been washed up been put down
1: Woo! That was an awesome song too. Change in my life. Oh my goodness. When you ooh, that was so powerful. That was just connected to all that I was that was that, that came forth in my talk that God shared with us. That when you tap into God, you receive you get a change in your life. No matter whether you're lonely, put down, what misunderstood. When you tap into God, God can change. Your life, even in the midst of those circumstances, you can have a peace beyond all understanding. That's why it's called a peace beyond all understanding, because even in the midst of it, you feel the presence of God and you're tapped into peace and you know it's all okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you for that song. I love it. Thank you, Nicholas, Bernard, Laurel, Carl and Lauren. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all of the songs this this Sunday and always, always showing up and showing out, letting the Christ in you show out. I love having such a talented musical team. Thank you so much, guys. That was awesome. So now let us go ahead and quiet ourselves down. Gently close your eyes with me, please. Bring your focus back down into your heart center. Take a deep breath. Feel the presence of God within you. And even if you don't think you feel the presence of God, if you feel stillness and quiet and peace, that's the presence of God. And God, right now, we bring forth the names of those that we are praying with. And now we will speak them out into this virtual prayer circle, knowing that as the words cross through our tongue and as we speak these words these names into this prayer circle we speak them forth with the with the tr- total trust and total faith that you are activating your life within them right now we're speaking life into their situation standing in the gap to affirm your highest and greatest good in their lives as they align their mind, their words, their emotions, their actions to activate and quicken the spirit within themselves so that they can receive on a higher vibration your divine highest and greatest good. We see it manifesting in them right now, God. And we thank you that it will manifest in the physical realm, in your divine timing, in your divine order, and in your divine way. And we have no preconceived notion on how that is to be because only you know what they need and only you can bring it forth in their life thank you God thank you God thank you God for bringing it forth in their life right now and we thank you God for blessing and bringing forth the message in our minds in our lives right now as well we thank you for blessing everybody who attended who's right now in attendance in this worship service with us Feeling, moving and breathing and having your being in worship together. Thank you, God, for everyone who helped to bring this beautiful spiritual worship service together. All who promoted it, all who invited others to come, all who will see it later. Thank you for blessing Unity of Farmington Hills, everyone connected to Unity of Farmington Hills for expanding our spiritual community, not just the physical Body of it through membership, but expanding our consciousness, moving us to a deeper level of spiritual awareness and maturity in you together and individually. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection, our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Last week, I neglected to sing happy birthday to everybody from November's birthday. So happy birthday to you all who had a birthday in November. I will do my best not to forget for December, but I just wanted to acknowledge that. And I... Also want to say that I'll see those of you who are coming to the fellowship gathering. I'll see you in a little bit. And those of you who would love to be a part of the women's group today, you can be there. You can come in. just go to the website, click on the link, and you can join us at 2 o'clock today. I'm looking forward to that. Let us close out by uh, singing the peace song with our music team. And enjoy your week. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your experience of living in the peace of God until I see you again. uh, Peace and blessings to you. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.